Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Oh, man. Finally made it back. Got out of one hellhole just to make it to the safe land. I cannot stand my day job. I mean, I like the money, don't get me wrong. But man, I cannot stand it. Of course, you can't really think of anybody that does. Unless you're one of them lucky few that managed to have a pretty good day job and don't have to deal with any of the BS that goes with it. But of course, you know, any job has a hazard to it. That's why they're called jobs. And the main career I'm trying to go for seems to be a lot of wild stuff with it. But hey, you know, I can always say that even though I go ahead and go through these things to try to build this great company and uh, go ahead and put on all this cool stuff for you all, at least I can say that once it's over, it's over. At least for one day, because now it's time to fall forward. What I see on the other side of this horizon is nothing but great experiences, different Halloween aspects, ghosts and ghouls, creeps, everything coming out of the woodwork. And it's all for a great cause. It's all for the right reasons. Because we all need to get scared the hell out of ourselves once in a while. And uh, picking up from where I was, to be perfectly honest, I was so busy yesterday. You know, and considering what yesterday was, you kind of didn't need a J-Man show for that episode. But you're getting one now. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on G360 Radio. Hey, so how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the J-Man Show. I am your host, J-Man, of course, (laughs) and welcome to episode 117. Man, oh man, we are getting that much closer. Ah, I can feel it. You know, soon enough, we'll be a quarter to, then we'll be half to, then eventually we'll cross that threshold over into episode 100, you know? And 200 is just such a beautiful number. You know, I probably won't even notice that we did cross it. Of course, at the same time, I'm so busy getting excited for a certain event that I cover every year around this time. You know, I I really, really am excited, you know, at the same time. But I'm keeping my modesty and staying humble, of course. Oh, man. But I can clearly say I'm back in fall season again because, man, I had to readjust my schedule and... You know, I got my first bit of homework, and indeed, it kept me busy all night. But, you know, it's it's for a good cause. I'm not mad at it, it's just that, you know, it's like, here we go again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I'm sure some of you out there are really feeling the pinch on that, too. But, you know, it's just like, when you start again, you know, you're like, oh, oh do I have to? Do I have to? But then, you know, you get over it from time to time. Because, see... I'll just count down the weeks, you know what I mean? I got, well, let's see, I got 13 weeks to go. I can always rest assured with that. And at least in one of my other courses, I got like at least five weeks to go. So that's not too bad. I can get through this quick as a day. But I'm glad that the, uh, I'm glad that the uh, autumn shift is going to happen soon, such as like, you know, there's no major heat and humidity going on. Just everything's just 
right. Everything's so smooth. Hey, you know, I think this year I might take up pumpkin carving. I always wanted to do that. But I also know that everybody's talking about their uh, pumpkin spice lattes and all this extra crap. I don't care about that. I don't, I don't care about that. I mean, I'm sure you all heard about last time where it's like, you know what? Just give me a nice medium dark roast and two donuts and I'm content. They don't even have to come from Dunkin'. But they got the best combo system right now. At least for me. So, I hope you all have been doing pretty well out there, you know, enjoying it in your own unique way. But also, some of y'all got to calm down being mad at Netflix. You know, Netflix is trying to come along in its ways. They realize the old model ain't going to work no more. And a lot of y'all are getting really, really pissy with Netflix because of Friends not going to be on the lineup anymore. Or The Office is not going to be on the lineup. And I, and I just can't help but wonder this. Are you really fans if you don't own the DVD sets? I mean, are you really fans of a particular IP if you don't own anything from that franchise? It's one of those things that you really got to question sometimes. Because, see, this is where you know that a lot of us have gotten too used to certain relative ease. You see, with me, I love Married with Children. I remember when all of Married with Children was on Netflix. And I was like, this is not going to last. I need to go ahead and get get involved in this whole thing by buying the actual DVD sets. Because I like to watch them over and over again. But you got some people that won't get up and do that extra mile of, say, change the disc. Or at least even turn the console on so you can enjoy that kind of stuff. With the rapid development of streaming services, at one time we as a people have gotten lazy. Quite lazy. Oh yeah, sure, we won't, you know what I mean, we won't own up to that fact when it's brought up in front of us, but we've gotten lazy. And you see, what with the rise of Disney Plus, and also, well, Hulu is pretty much a Disney property now, so, <laughs> and so many other areas creating their own streaming networks, it wasn't going to last for Netflix to be number one. And even now, since everybody's like, oh yeah, I don't like binging the whole episodes and all that stuff. I like waiting weekly for it. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I've always felt that way. I've noticed that every time there's a report about something going to change or something that's going to be new, there's always going to be that those first three people that come out of the woodwork and say, because this is a way for them to be relevant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been about weekly episodes. Yeah, this is okay. Yeah, we should stick with that model. It'll be all right. Yes, Disney is going to win the streaming wars. First off, you don't know that. Secondly, it's cool to see that they're going to try this kind of stuff, but you also know that the argument amongst all these companies and what they do are really, really petty sometimes. It's at a point where it's like, you know, as a consumer and as somebody that wants to be involved in this kind of stuff, when you make your choice here or there, it's like, um, yeah, I want to see, why should I keep you around, okay? I like the movie lineup this month, I'll keep you around. I look over at this one, I'm like, oh, okay, I see the potential of the limited series, and I gotta stay and see how the continuity goes, if there's actual continuity in this now, you know what I mean, because... Once again, some things can be considered non-canon or otherwise just an experiment here or there, considering what the uh, creators or the writers say. 
So when you got something like that going down, you just sit there for a minute. You're like, mm, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to deal with this. No, no, this ain't worth the money. I'll just go ahead to DC Universe right now. Oh wait, wait, wait. They don't know what they're doing with DC Universe. Isn't it supposed to be a part of HBO Max? Hey, as a matter of fact, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and move away from that for a little bit. Hey, there goes Shutter. This is the month for Shutter. You see what I'm saying? We got all these things around us. It's just that you know. So many choices. And what do we do when we have so many choices? We melt down. We get a little carried away with it. Things are so specialized now. It's like, are we hitting for a crash? I don't think we're hitting for a crash. But I just realized, like, one way or another, these numbers that are going to be the way that we seem, like, way which one's popular, which one's more, has more of an advantage, it becomes questionable after a while. And it's like, yeah... You know what? I'm just going to stick with this. For my live television, I will look at Hulu. Because they got an interesting package. And, of course, as I say that, that goes against my whole thing of boycotting Disney, right? So at that point, scratch Hulu, we go to Sling. Yeah, by going to Sling, yeah, 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 see? Now I'm making a difference, and I'm only paying 25 a month. Now, chances are that could change, too, because what does PlayStation have for me? Or then again, I don't know. It's not PlayStation anymore. Apple TV. What do you have next? Or wait, it's not even Apple TV. It's just called Apple Streaming. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Of course, with me, uh, I'm just going to try to stick with two at best. Like I said, Netflix has a whole bunch of cool things going, and I just can't miss the next season of Black Mirror just because everybody's having a coronary. Or, you know, Stranger Things. Keep in mind, Netflix was the go-to spot at one time. And because of the cancellation things that go on on Netflix, because, you know, they just have to find that big show that's going to carry them. And some of y'all love 13 Reasons Why. Don't lie, you know you do. And then Orange is the New Black, which came back for one more season, didn't it? So some of (laughs) y'all are very hypocritical in your um, stance, but needless to say, I can be too, because I'm human as well, and it all comes down to preference and choices. But I'm not getting rid of Netflix yet. And speaking of which, I've noticed that nobody has brought about Amazon Prime, because Amazon Prime might be the X factor in all this. You never really know. Like right now, they got a pretty good lineup going down too. Like I'm watching one of my favorite anthology films, Tales of Halloween. Ten short films and one convenient package. Now the whole point about this is I covered this on another episode. I know I did. But you got to understand that event is coming up soon and I'm getting ready for it. I even pulled out my box set of Tales from the Dark Side, The Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and of course, the Ray Bradbury Theater. So we'll have a moment where we discuss some of these episodes that are involved. But right now I'm looking at this one where this kid uh, summons the demons to confront these um, neighborhood gang members, and the demon hasn't shown up yet. But that's okay, it's called suspense. It's okay. Boy, but it would have sucked though if he ain't did the summoning right. (laughs) Yeah, because they're about to light his ass up. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, so I'm going to make sure I buy this one in addition to uh, Tales from the Hood, which is another good film. Some of these films need to have at least like sequels and third se- or second sequels. 
Tales from the Tales of Halloween needs a sequel. I think VHS, uh, that anthology series had like at least three different movies. I didn't get to see the third one. I saw the first two, and I know like the third one's available for purchase, so something to look into. And all this stuff is lining up to the Monster Fest, which, by the way, is going to really be nice this year because I'm bringing in the kaiju's. Oh yes, we're going to be discussing Godzilla too. And you see, the Monster Fest goes from September 26th all the way to November the 3rd. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and whittle it down um, this year a little bit. Because usually they go all the way to November 5th. But, you know, I don't want my my schedule to get in the way to mess that up. And not only that, you get a couple of double specials involved just like last time. And who knows, maybe you'll get a J-Man triple play. Y'all remember them triple plays, don't you? I've only done one of them throughout my time podcasting. And, well, you know, I think it's high time I did it again. And especially since I got the plans all taken down for what I need, we'll be good to go with it. Actually, there is a movie I didn't get to look into, and I think it was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Because I know that movie was based off of those three great books. You know, with the the ones that you would read back, like, in grade school, but they had those creepy... <laughs> creepy tiresome pictures of them and like i say it wasn't always a story but it was those pictures that stayed with you oh my god man i'm telling you see my childhood was awesome sure there were times that you know it wasn't always that great don't get me wrong but you see my childhood was awesome because of things like that including the goosebump books so you know this is little things like that that just keeps me going and you see, we can discuss about all that stuff in the Monster Fest. Oh, uh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know that one J360 TV show I was telling you all about? It's going to drop on Monday. Yeah, you're officially getting a new show started with me on Monday. So, let's see. I try to get all the footage ready for you guys and sit back and chill out. It'll be on the YouTube channel. And, of course, since uh, YouTube has these new rules in place regarding uh content or censorship or whatever but consider this i'm the j-man of course and i don't care a matter of fact i'm gonna make that series uncut yes yes well i'm gonna take a little bit of j360 ready alive and put it in there too. sprinkle that in and you see yeah 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 i was gonna go ahead and reveal the title for it but i'll let you guys see it on monday that should do it for you all because <laughs> it'll be well worth the wait. And now the whole thing about it is, it's like, what do we cover? Do we go down into the bottoms of Rapture? Or do we go in Mount Olympus and slay a bunch of Greek gods? Or do we just battle it out in Mortal Kombat and just blood splatter everywhere? That's the perfect setup for a poll. Why didn't I do that? Ah, hell. Ah, hell. I ain't worried about it. You know, that demon is taking a sweet time to show up on this uh, skit here. Hope he gets here soon. Because <laughs> even I'm, you know, it's little things like that. I know about suspense of disbelief, and I know it's all about, you know, building up that tension. But for this one, it was kind of lazy. So, you know, sometimes you might see that lazy writing or lazy production value. But uh, it's one of those things where you got to be patient with the movie. But I'll tell you, there's been some legitimately creepy stories in this movie. So if you ever take the chance, go on Amazon Prime right now, look up Tales of Halloween, and watch it. 
you know? And then send me, like, some responses back via the email or the hotline about whether you liked it or not or where we could go from here, you know? Tell me about some monsters or some scenarios you went through. It's all sorts of wild stuff. And I was also watching something where these people were out there in the woods. <laughs> uh, they were out in the woods wandering around or something like that, claiming that they were looking for Bigfoot or they were trying to find Bigfoot, but they went through like four seasons of it and never found Bigfoot. Not even any kind of folklorish monster. You see, whether you believe in him or not, I think there is something that lives out there, but he's so he or she is so smart. And so crafty that they just don't need to fool with us. You know what I'm saying? And not even the best beef jerky in the world would lure out Sasquatch. And keep in mind, that Sasquatch should be making some money off of royalties with that. But let's just be real. But you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of creatures out there that we really don't know about. Like Megalodon. I'm sure it's still out there roaming around. It's probably irradiated due to all the issues that go on. But, oh my god. Does that mean that Godzilla is real? Oh my god, a, a radiated megalodon that would come out in our hour of need? Of course, at the same time, he probably wouldn't be a giant defender for us. But you see, to beat a monster, you must have a monster of your own. You see? Little things like that to think. Because, you know, we never touched the ocean floor. And you see, there are times where oil tankers and everything else probably tainted some of the creatures that live down there. So... Hmm, your guess is as good as mine. This is one of them kinds of things to think about. Uh, Speaking of which, look, I found my copy of Killzone 2, Killzone 3, Resistance, Fall of Man. Oh, wow, all three resistances. Now, how come these games never got a re-release? I mean, we're in this big boon of remastering retro classics. I mean, these games right here deserve it. So, hey, Guerrilla Games, uh, Insomniac, get on it. Though at the same time, they're probably too busy with other things. I know Insomniac just got bought out by uh, Sony not too long ago, which is dealing with another corporation that I should be boycotting, yet I'll never stop playing my PlayStation because it's the crown jewel of the house. It goes against everything I want to do. You ever have that moment where it's like, hey, I want to boycott. I want to stand my ground. I don't want to invest in all that kind of stuff. But then brand loyalty comes into play and just, you know, knees you in the groin. It does it for me all the time. You see, (laughs) the camera I'm looking into is 4K, and it's a Sony. I mean, granted, I could go ahead and hop over to Panasonic, but why would I do such a thing? But you see, it's, it's little things like that. You see that it's a Sony. Like, my sound equipment. Sony-based. And then, the TVs that I have. Ah, <sighs> man, you know, it, it, it sucks. <laughs> it's just one of those moments where you're like, you know what? You grew up with a brand so long, you just don't want to leave it behind. But then, they pull that crap up. But then again, I have to think of this. It's a different division of Sony, so they don't get to see any of that money I put into for the equipment. So thereby... Yeah, I'm reaching, aren't I? Yeah, I'm totally reaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a reach. That's a reach. Forget what I said. Forget what I said. That's an inner outer argument. It happens on Twitter all the time. Forget what the hell I just said. Let 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 me get back into it on this other thing. Anyway, 
that stuff is part of the new show that's coming around for uh, Monday for you all. And let's see. I'm going to make enough time for this, guys, so I'm not worried about my schedule or anything. Like, I try to get all my homework done in advance. Matter of fact, it was so plentiful this time, that's why, you know, this show is coming on the 12th. And then I realized that yesterday was Patriot Day. So, you know, Patriot Day is a time for healing. It's a time for all of us to, you know, remember what happened and just remember where we go from here. So it's one of those kind of moments where I was like, you know... To do a show on a day like today, and considering that it was my grandfather's birthday, it's like, it's one of those kind of things where you're just like, mm, nah, not right now. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like in the last week of October where, you know, we're going dark again, by the way. Nothing's going to happen that last week of October. But you're welcome to send me some uh, emails or some hotline um, voicemails about, you know, saying, hey, you're finally a year older, huh, you jerk? Things like that. Because October 30th is the J-Man's birthday. Don't do anything on that day. (laughs) Except go out and party and have a good time with my friends and fam. So, you know, any of y'all want to go ahead and send me something here and there or, you know, say what's up, by all means. And speaking of birthdays, I want to give a shout out to Casual Chrome. Happy birthday, dude. Great show, by the way. Oh, man. And and let's see, what else do I have on the itinerary for you? Because it's been kind of a slow week. Oh, you guys remember the movie They Lived, right? We'll discuss that, too, on the Monster Fest. And then, of course, we'll also talk about some folklore things around here. I remember there was actual there was an actual spot in a town that's not too far from where I live in Delaware, right? There's a cemetery, and allegedly, when you go to that cemetery at 3 o'clock in the morning, and if you go to the wall... They say if you if you scratch a wall in that cemetery, you will summon the spirit of the old caretaker that really didn't care for people who live there. And they say, like, he has cat-like feline features, and he lives up to the name of the old cemetery. It's called Catman Cemetery. And, I, and I've been eager, eagerly wanting to try out that whole spiel. You know what I'm saying? Because I do know, like, uh, another another place we have around here called the Great Cypress Swamp. They say when you're out there at night, you can allegedly hear the spirits of all those that drowned in that swamp. Which is why, you know, and it, it, it really is one hell of a swamp. Like, it'll pull you right in. If you're driving on that road near it and it's raining and crap, ugh, it, it's a horrible place to be at. But I will say this much, right? That is the spot where, if DC Universe was smart, they could come here and film that second Swamp Thing season that we all really want. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Warner Brothers, I know you're in all sorts of weird ways with yourself, especially when it comes to the DC Universe characters, but you're missing out on a big opportunity here. Because we got some good locations around here to film at. I mean, you know, just just get, <laughs> let's just be real. It's time to go to work. And I know I've been locking in all these uh, locations as I've been working on J360 TV. And like I told you all before, it's pretty much making what's feasible and what can be produced at this time. But it's not like I don't have the notes for it. And you should always have notes, especially when you are a producer. And there's something else I've been looking into uh, as of late. You know, because, see, self-distribution is a very beautiful thing. 
But, you know, I've also been looking at... I heard, like, Distributor was bankrupt. That one was supposed to be the distribution company for all of us independent people out here that really want to make money and really want an outlet for all of our films. You know what I'm saying? And it's just the way the film market is going, indie-wise or even professional-wise, it's just... It just... um. I don't know, it kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth because you've been working your ass off to get in an industry that doesn't even know which way it wants to go. But then you gotta think this, right? But but then you gotta think this. It's like, a lot of these people are just resting on their heels and they tell you how hard it is and then they keep going on and on about, you know, you really should do this if you want to make your film. Oh, you really should go ahead and, uh, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a hard place to go when you're making your film. Uh, you really should do that if you want to make your film. And it's like, who, who the hell are you to gatekeep? When you make your film, you know, you're making a film, you're telling a story. You're telling something that's creative. I mean, sometimes it can be as hackneyed as can be, or sometimes we rely too heavily on the fanciest technology we have around us. Which, um, you know, at one time I was going to challenge that by using my old tape camcorder. It's like, little things like that get on my nerves. Like, and there are some websites that are responsible for that kind of thing. I don't need you to take me by the hand to make a movie. I don't need you to go ahead and be uh, manby-pambying around to make a movie. This coddling crap has got to stop. It's starting to infest podcasting. Have you noticed that there are other podcasters out there? Those that have their unique voice, they don't listen to all that crap. You are building your voice. You're using this to probably accentuate your brand. And if you are doing that, which I am, you know, you're hearing it from me. That, yeah, with a little bit of comical insight, I'm giving you some truth-telling, too. In addition to making fun of myself and our society as a whole. I mean, it's one of those kind of things where it's like this. Maybe it's the categories or whatever. Maybe it's the fact that people don't want to put in the work to be successful. They want automatic success. You know, I I don't know where it is, but I realize this. I love doing this, and I love creating, and I love writing, and I love just everything that I have done. And you see, the money's coming in anyway. When you get that ability to monetize, I mean, ride it until you get tired of it. But then there comes that point where you always look at somebody else and it's like, you know, the grass is always greener. Oh, how come they got 10,000 downloads? Oh, how come they're selling shirts? Or or, or how come Mark Marin and, and, and Conan O'Brien are on the cover of Variety? To hell with all of that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, when I started doing this stuff, I, I didn't think about all that crap. Even going into the fourth year of doing it, it's like... It's going to come anyway. I just show respect to the other ones that are doing equal amounts like you are. Maybe then you both could have a nice crossover special. You know, remember when crossover specials were actually, you know, unique? And they are still unique. Don't get me wrong. But some people just feel as though it's arbitrary to do them. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, just have fun. Like, when I propose a crossover, it's like, you know, I don't know... Well, depending on whoever's show that I go on and stuff like that, of course I know their show and what they do. And I'm willing to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And I hope to inject some of what's awesome about me in there, too. 
But I ain't too worried about the views and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's the ego stroking, the gatekeeping, the coddling, the the lies and manipulations. I mean, I do know this about some of these people that are out here that say, oh, yeah, I can make you into a fancier success. I can make you into a giant success if you want. I, I know this about those kind of things, right? I know results may vary. I know that, hey, you have to keep working on your craft and your style. That way, so it grows into something. Your first season might not be the best. Your second season, you know, you get better. Your third season, you might hop off. Your fourth season, oh, well, you're talking town. But you see, it's an uphill climb to get there now, isn't it? So, you know, for a little bit of advice from me... Don't worry about all that extra celebrity and all that, hey, yeah, we're going to ride around, we're going to act this way, all that kind of lying. Don't worry about that at all because, see, it's not going to do you any good thinking about too much at one time. You're, You're stuffing so much in there. Like when you're making a movie and stuff, you should be mindful of your story, of your locations, of your cast, your budget, if you have one. All of that. And then, of course, where you're going to end up putting the movie at. should look at Amazon Prime a little bit. That's what I've been looking at. I mean, Netflix, you know, you can get on Netflix. It's possible. But you should look at distribution, too. All that stuff coming together so, like, you know, it's organized, so you're ready. So you can go ahead and follow through with this thing. Who knows? You might become a mythical figure. It's not just because people saying it out of word of mouth. That's part of it. But also, if you took the time to really market this thing right. And you didn't rely on other people entirely. Keep those royalties and those creative gross, you know, in mind. You know, because, and, and the reason why I'm saying this is because, see, I listen to a lot of other podcasts too. Like, but those that help me along the way are the Filmmakers Podcast and Indie Film Hustle Podcast. Two great podcasts. I'm willing to say, you know, if you're an independent filmmaker out there, you should listen to them sometime. And then, like, when it comes to something like Film Courage, you know, like, look at them. But after a while, you'll see that every single story comes up there. It usually boils down to the same thing. Oh, yeah, don't expect to be an immediate success. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's hard to go ahead and make, make a, 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 a giant thing. Uh, yeah, I only made one movie that I'm writing off of, but I'm too scared to go behind the camera to make another movie. Uh, things like that. Uh, I, I don't like people talking about my films. It's the same crap. And after a while, it's kind of like crutching through life. But, you know, that's the basis of another episode, which you may get. Well, obviously you're getting it. Because I'm going back to my regular time next week. And we're going to talk about that situation. And I noticed that, I remember last time I was going to tell you some scenarios that I came up with. You see... I already talked about that in the mini bites, y'all. <laughs> so I don't necessarily need to bring them up here now, do I? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, so I was thinking about a couple of um, couple of specials, you know, to go ahead and start us off on the right things. Not necessarily series per se, but a few specials here. And you only got the one series right now. And you see, in 2020, we're really going to hit it off with J360 TV. Now, am I turning my back on J360 Radio? Hell no. But I have enough space on the slate 
to go ahead and run with everything, you're going to get tired of seeing our logo. <laughs> well, I hope not. But I'd like to thank you all for participating and listening to me, hearing me out on a few things, you know, and being supportive. And if you are people out there who have your own shows and your own things, I don't mind being supportive of you too. Just remember this. Do the work. Make it count. A good friend of mine came up with that quote too. She runs Garnet Films. Her name is Lana Reed. A terrific director. So the thing about it is, is this. The help is out there. The people to listen to are out there. And if you really want to do this kind of stuff, I mean, damn, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know this was kind of a ramble episode, and I I will not apologize for that, because, hey, talking to you all, I'm happy to do it. And I don't mind going ahead and going off script for anybody. And the truth is, I will do that. (laughs) But, yeah, this should be about falling forward. I'm I'm excited to do this. I love this time of year. Uh, Regarding uh, the Phillies and the Eagles season, the Phillies have a chance. I'm hoping they don't blow that chance because there is no reason for us to be going toe-to-toe with so many people. You know what I'm saying? So many different teams. We we have that chance to be powerhouses like we were. They don't need to blow this this time. And as for the Eagles, well, hell, I'm going to stick for my team anytime. I think my team is going to go all the way. I really do. I think we are going to be fine. Everybody's been... Dogging me about Carson Wentz. I just say this. Carson's healthy. He developed a newer play style. He's working with Deshaun Jackson. I mean, shoot. I think we managed to get Darren Sproles back. Zach Ertz. Like, the list goes on and on. And not to mention one of those. Uh, we picked up um, we picked up a defensive tackle not too long ago, too. So you never know. There might be some magic in him. I think we're going to be okay this season. And as long as we beat the hell out of Dallas, you know, I just don't care. Because <laughs> them Dallas Cowboys fans, you know who you are. Admit it. Y'all need to be taken down a peg. Just saying. But outside of all that, though, I've talked to you here off long enough. Come back next week, uh, next Wednesday, I should say, at uh, 9 o'clock for episode 118. And we're going to talk about certain issues and excuses that hold people back from being successful. We're going we're gonna to really delve into that psychological factor, okay? Because there are people out there, yeah, they may say they're afraid of failure, but they're really afraid of success. So we'll look into it. But until then, I am the J-Man. You all take it easy, and we will get back into this later.